welcome to the Women's Planning Podcast. I am your host, Julie Barrett with Conservative Ladies of Washington, and let's just jump right into it today. Uh, so last night, um, uh, my husband and I were requested by a friend to um, watch something on a mainstream news network, uh, kind of wanted us to just be a little bit more open-minded look at something from another perspective. Um, now I'm, I should preface with, we don't watch mainstream media because we do not like, um, the way they present things, um, the way that they manipulate things and, um, try to push, um, an agenda. We, we want the facts. We want non-biased. We want to make up our own opinions and we don't feel like we are able to do that, uh, with mainstream media. And, um, so this, particular show is called Frontline. It's a PBS uh, program. You might be familiar with it. The name of the show last night was called Trump's American Carnage. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> um, and the I'm just going to read you the kind of the summary about what, what this particular uh, program was about. From his first days as president to his last, how Trump stroked division, violence, and insurrection. Frontline investigates Trump's siege on his enemies, the media, and even the leaders of his own party, who for years ignored the warning signs of what was to come. So dramatic. And as a Trump supporter, you listen to that and you think, that's not how it was. And I have to admit, I was literally sick to my stomach um, as how this program had been strategically crafted to portray Trump and his supporters in the ugliest way possible. Angry white supremacists. That is, that's the picture that they painted. It was a president filled with hate and vitriol. And I was thinking, well, no wonder people hate Trump so much. And then I'm thinking, well, what must my Trump-hating friends and family think of me as a Trump supporter? Do they think I'm angry and racist and a white supremacist? Is that truly their perception of me? Do they actually believe this lie that's coming through their TV screen? It's nothing sort short of tragic. And I don't say that lightly. It is tragic. Our nation is divided, and that division is due in large part to the narrative pushed by our mainstream media sources and big tech. They carefully craft and splice video clips to show you what they want you to believe. Donald Trump energized the American people because he supported the small business owner, the patriot who loves to sing the Star Spangled Banner and start the school day with the Pledge of Allegiance. I watched a clip today of a Democratic congressman, I forget what state it was in, but they were opening with the um, Pledge of Allegiance and he couldn't even remember the words. I loved starting my school day with that and we start all of our conservative ladies of Washington uh, meetings with the Pledge of Allegiance. Donald Trump stood for our constitution and our right to worship freely, to pray on the steps of City Hall and for the rights of the unborn. He stood by our Second Amendment rights for responsible gun ownership for law-abiding people like my husband and myself and our shooting friends. <laughs> it's not the people like us 
that you have to worry about with these laws, with the with the guns. And so the people that are, you know, wanting to make gun laws, do they really believe that the that the bad guys are going to follow their laws? I mean, it just lacks common sense. And yet here we are. But that's another show, isn't it? <laughs> the media loves to tell about all of the horrible, rotten things Trump did as president. I have to admit, I was taken aback that this program was filled with a full hour of video clips of angry Trump or his supporters. Do they really truly believe that Trump did nothing good? Could they really not have put in one thing that Trump did good? Do they really believe that he just ran America into the ground? I don't believe they do, but I 100% believe that they want you to believe that. So I'd like to take a look at some things Trump did in office. And while he was in office, because I think he did a lot of truly amazing things. He accomplished so much in four years, despite everything that the left threw at him with the Russia hoax and the impeachment and the Ukraine thing. And I mean, it was one thing after another. Um, so it was really quite remarkable, but a great piece from uh, Brad Bird that I just want to read you a portion of um, some of his uh, Donald Trump's uh, accomplishments. Um, Shutting down illegal immigration, it wasn't a denial of people's rights, but a valid action to enforce existing laws. Quitting the Paris Agreement on climate change was not an abandonment of American leadership in the world, but a bold assertion of it and of reality over delusion. Donald Trump rebuked of U.S. allies for failing to shoulder their share of costs of military defense didn't divide and damage NATO. It helped to restore its integrity by correcting long-term scuff laws. And far from it being xenophobic and racist, closing the border to Chinese air traffic early in the pandemic was a proper and responsible act that helped to save American lives. A few more things I want to point out. Uh, the Donald Trump began the Space Force, which is the sixth branch of the armed forces. He confirmed more circuit judges than any other new administration. He confirmed Supreme he confirmed, excuse me, Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch and nominated uh, and confirmed Judge Brett Kavanaugh. He also uh, nominated and confirmed Amy Coney Barrett, no relation. Uh, he withdrew from the horrible one-sided Iran deal. He moved the U.S. Emb embassy to Jerusalem, which is huge. Uh, and then prior to COVID, uh, the unemployment claims hit a 49-year low. The median household income was higher than ever before. African-American unemployment achieved the lowest rate ever recorded, as did Hispanic-American unemployment, Asian-American unemployment, Women's unemployment reached the lowest rate in 65 years, and youth unemployment reached the lowest rate in nearly half a century. Uh, it also reached the lowest unemployment uh, rate for Americans without a high school diploma. And under the Trump administration, the veterans' employment reached its lowest rate in almost 20 years. But we don't want to talk about all of that, do we? And if you're pro-life, you're well aware of all of the things President Trump did um, for the pro-life movement and for the unborn. He uh, took away the funding from uh, Planned Parenthood. He took away funding from abortions overseas. He did so many amazing things, uh, too many for me to rattle off to you now. 
uh, for uh, the pro-life movement. And it's been really tragic. It's been really heavy on my heart how that has been reversed um, here in just the first week of the Biden administration. Uh, we are now funding uh, abortions here in the United States again. We are also funding abortions abroad as well. Um, I just, you know, when I, when Donald Trump was president, I felt like we had so many opportunities to, um, participate in patriotic events and parties. And I just had so much fun putting on my red, white, and blue and my stars and stripes clothing and hats and my MAGA hat. Um, I enjoyed getting out with my friends, um, during the fall election season getting out and doing sign waving and flag waving and smiling at cars as they drove by. And, you know, it was very interesting to, to go through that um, experience because the, you know, we would get honks and waves and by a lot of people, I would say certainly more than half. And then we'd have the people that um, didn't support Trump who would flip us off or scream at us. And it was really quite telling, you know, why can't you just drive by? You don't have to agree with us. You can just drive by. You don't need to flip us off and yell at us and call us names. It's, it's very telling. I think, um, one of the times, um, that I was out, uh, waving, I had just an American flag. I was standing on the corner with a group of people. I had my American flag and a car full of, um, teenage girls drove by, and they threw their bloody maxi pads at us. Um, I've had glass bottles thrown at me. I have watched my friends lose their jobs because they support Trump. I have had friends that went to the DC rally, friends that are grandmas for crying out loud, who are now living in fear that the FBI is going to show up at their door. I mean, it's ridiculous. I've had friends who were pushed and punched in, in, you know, the suburbs for crying out loud, where they were just holding a honk if you love Jesus sign. It's just ridiculous. I could go on and on with different examples of things that have gone on with people in my own circle. Extremists find their way into every side of the political spectrum. They're everywhere. We can't get rid of them. Um, but the vilification of an entire group of people, which I would say is at least half of the U.S. population is ignorant and it's divisive. And I love Trump because he supported law and order. He supported protecting the freedoms that I value very much. And I want to fight, figuratively speaking, of course, because we can't say fight without that disclaimer anymore, without people on the left telling us that we are being violent. I want to fight to keep my freedoms. And I think that there are many people like me who want to fight the good fight to keep America free. It's a tragedy if we are going to allow the mainstream media to shape our views of people that we disagree with. I think having respectful, healthy dialogue with people who see things different from you is so important. How else do we learn? How else do we figure out what is going on inside of the mind of the person on the other side? How can we come to common ground if we can't even listen to each other? The thing is, is if we can have these respectful debates and dialogue with people who don't see eye to eye with us, we can learn a lot and that's how we're gonna find common ground. I think if you're not a Trump supporter or a conservative, I think you would be pleasantly surprised to learn that Trump supporters 
at least in my experience, are among the most tolerant, kindest, and compassionate people you will meet. Over the last year, and since I started Conservative Ladies of Washington, I have met so many ladies and guys who are just amazing, good, kind-hearted people who love God, who love America, and just want to be free to live and let live, who want, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I think, I believe, um, deep down, people on the left want that too. And so I... I just hope that we can work towards finding that common ground and that that common sense and common ground and being able to have this this respectful dialogue with one another where we can actually listen without hurling insults and calling people names. If we can do that, I think that we can make a lot of progress. And I think that's our way to unite our country. And so that's my goal. I'm going to work on that in my own little realm, and I hope you will too. And uh, until next time, keep it classy. Mm -hmm.